Welcome to the Astral HQ podcast. Here we talk about spirituality and consciousness. Make sure to go to astralhq.com forward slash podcast to get resources, free bonuses, and much more. All right, so today I'm going to talk about Sigma females. If you think you might be a Sigma female, if you are interested in it for whatever reason, then watch this video. So before we get into like the signs of a Sigma female and kind of what they are and how they work, we've got to remember that usually in society, right, today, we have organized ourselves, it seems, into a structure where you have the alpha, the beta, and then various other different labels or categories, right? And then you have the Sigma. So you, so with the alpha, what they are is essentially they try intentionally to climb the hierarchy. You know, they try and attain what they consider to be success. They try and make sure that other people see them as like the top, the top of the ladder, the top of the pack, the leader. And so it's, and you see this in, you know, high school, you see this in university and then all the way through to when you have an adult life and you might have a job or a social circle or whatever. And so the alpha is the person who is kind of trying intentionally, very obviously trying to be seen as the dominant leader. They will be the loudest. They will be the ones who love being the center of attention. Usually they're extroverts, almost always in fact, and they love the attention of being in the center. When somebody challenges them, let's say a beta or even another alpha, they will immediately try and assert their dominance to try and prove that they're better. They'll try and kind of argue, fight back in, in many ways and try and assert their dominance to make sure that nobody challenges their status as an alpha. And there's, you know, there's pros and cons to each of these. Another thing about alphas is that they, they like to lead. Betas like to be led. So they, they will look to the alpha as like the example of what they want to be like, who they want to follow, who they want to listen to and who they look up to. So a sigma is somebody who is outside of that structure completely. So if you imagine the hierarchy here is like a ladder, okay? So you have the alpha, the betas kind of following the alpha, other alphas trying to compete to be the top one and then various other ones, right? I'm not gonna go into all of them because it would take too long. The Sigma is somebody who puts them, deliberately puts themselves outside of that hierarchy. They don't care. They literally do not care about the hierarchy that the rest of society organizes itself into. They don't care if you're an alpha, beta, gamma, whatever. The Sigma female, and in many ways a Sigma male, does not care about that structure. They don't try and be the top center of attention, the top of the ladder, the most promoted, the most popular, the richest, they don't care about that stuff because they deliberately place themselves outside of that hierarchical structure. And as a result of that, Sigma females tend to be very independent, very confident, and very magnetic, right? They command attention without even wanting the attention. And this is very interesting because when you have a Sigma interacting with an alpha, you have a very, a very funny sometimes interaction takes place because the alpha usually relies on their confidence and their status, get other people to essentially look up to them and listen to them, right? To, be, to make sure that they're the focus of the attention, the center of attention. Sigmas don't care about that. So a sigma will very comfortably challenge an alpha and not think twice about it. They won't care. They'll just speak their mind. They will confront or challenge an alpha about anything publicly, in private, it doesn't matter because the sigma does not care about the hierarchy structure that the alpha does. And here's the important difference. The alpha's confidence, power, energy, comes from their perceived position as the top of that particular structure. The sigma's power comes from within. So literally the whole world 
could go to, you know, could be collapsed essentially, the sigma would still be confident and their energy and power would still be there. The alpha a female or, fa or male would really struggle in that situation when they don't have that social validation, when they don't have these hierarchies to kind of validate their status and importance, they would really struggle. The sigma would not struggle because their confidence, independence, their, you know, energy, it all comes from within. So, and you can't take that away. You can't shake that up. You know, a sigma could literally be homeless or broke, essentially, and they would still have that confidence and that energy and that charisma, and they would still be able to challenge an alpha or, you know, assert their position and be confident from within. Another thing about sigma females is that they very easily, almost effortlessly notice inconsistencies and flaws in logical arguments. So it's very hard to like, to tell a sigma what to do if they notice, if, if they figure out essentially that what you're telling them to do is not in their best interests, they'll know that, they'll instantly see that and they'll kind of say, well, no, hold on a second. I don't want to do that. <laughs> or, you know, let's say in the, in the social structure, right? If um, an alpha tells them to do something, they'll very effortlessly challenge that if they, if they need to or if they want to. So the signs of a sigma female, the signs that you might be one, is firstly, you're independent. So you don't have to rely on other people, other things, possessions for your confidence and for your self-esteem and happiness. You don't have to get it from somewhere else. And this is why most of the time, sigma females are introverts as well, because they don't need to charge up their energy their status, their confidence from other people. It comes from within them. And as a result, they like to be uh, usually less social than your average alpha because they don't need to recharge in social situations. They have everything, in fact, they need from within themselves. So they don't need that energy from any anywhere else. They feel very comfortable being alone, but they can also effortlessly fit in to social situations. They can blend and be kind of like a butterfly in that sense. Like I've said, they choose not to be in the hierarchy, but they can easily, you know, dip in and out of that hierarchy socially without needing, without caring, I should say, where they are in that structure. I just need to interrupt this podcast very quickly to just tell you about a new membership that I've created for you guys. So this is astralhq.com forward slash tribe. And the link should be in the description, but just in case it's not, that's the link. And this is essentially the only form of coaching or one-on-one -on -one guidance that I offer on my entire website or really on any of my websites. And the tribe, the Spiritual Biohackers tribe is where I basically do a monthly live stream Q&A group coaching. And I also upload a monthly masterclass as well as a few other bonuses. And there's all kinds of bonus courses and things involved with this. Really, if you need any guidance or coaching or really just support and access to me, access to me and our team where we can answer your questions and go through your specific situation and actually help you to raise your vibrations, help you with manifestation, or really anything you're trying to do. The Spiritual Biohackers Tribe is the place that I will be doing that. It's the only coaching I offer, and it's actually very affordable. I've deliberately kept it that way for now until we have our first few members. So if you're listening to this, this is the best time to get in. So like I said, astralhq.com forward slash tribe. So this would be a perfect time to pause this podcast and go to that link right now before you forget. Okay, let's get back to the main episode. As a result of this confidence, because you remember the confidence comes from within them, whereas alphas, the confidence comes from external validation, usually. Because that confidence comes from within them, they can be quite intimidating to other alphas, even to other betas, for example, 
because they have that inner confidence and they don't need any validation. They could be in a room where, and where everyone is laughing at them, making fun of them, judging them. They don't care at all <laughs> about that situation. Whereas the alpha, that would probably be their worst nightmare if a whole room of people were to judge them or laugh at them. Sigmas don't as, don't as easily get embarrassed. They don't care about what other people are thinking or saying about them. That makes them very intimidating, but <laughs> interestingly, it doesn't make them intimidating to other sigmas because any two sigmas won't be competing with each other because they're not in the competition. They won't be needing to assert their dominance over other sigmas because they don't need that power. And ironically, they have almost more power by not needing the power. So what's actually the best? I've seen, to be honest, like, I've seen loads of videos where they say the alpha is better than the beta, the gamma is better than whatever, the sigma is better. In my opinion, there is no better or worse thing to be. Because you, another thing you've got to remember, and especially if you get into the spiritual side of this, I would say the sigma is the closest to being the limitless divine being that we all are. Because the sigma chooses not to participate in this essentially made up hierarchy that society has organized itself into, right? If you're an alpha, there's always, <laughs> there's always gonna be somebody who is that bit better than you in whatever the case may be, right? There's always gonna be somebody who has more money than you, who has a better body than you, who has, you know, more things, more experiences, whatever you, however you value yourself externally, there will always be something or someone that bit higher up the ladder than you. So that's why being an alpha is almost like a losing battle because you're only an alpha in terms of who you compare yourself to. Do you see? So you'll almost never be satisfied. Whereas a sigma don't doesn't need to compare themselves to anyone, which is ultimately the, the best situation because you don't have to get your validation from other people, you're happy from within, and it's gonna last, last a longer time because you don't need to validate it from other people. But also the social structure that we have is just an idea. We just made it up. We, at some point we decided that your, your status or you know, alphas decided, for example, that the status is attributed to how popular you are, how many friends you have, how much money you have, how successful you are in the material world. But ultimately these things don't really matter. What matters is how you feel inside, your internal uh, spiritual growth and energy, and the effect you have on other people, how you make other people feel, and how you help the world in a, in a bigger sense, your impact. So ultimately, you don't need to compete in this hierarchy because most of the time, the hierarchy is pretty crazy anyway, right? Who cares how much money you have? I, I was watching a video, uh, an interview the other day with these, these couple of rappers, that were, they happened to be on one of my favorite podcasts. I'm not gonna say who they are because I don't wanna drop any names, but right. And these rappers were discussing like how they felt like they were successful because they were a they had been able to like fuse diamonds onto their teeth. And I remember just thinking like how absolutely insane this is. This is, a, this is the society that we've kind of organized ourselves into is that where we think that things like that, how, how much money you have, how many diamonds are on your watch somehow is correlated to your value and status as a person which is just absolute nonsense. And the idea of fusing diamonds to your teeth or, you know, really any of these, you see these rappers wearing like these gold chains and flashing their diamond watches and things. And it makes you think, what, what is the message here? Are you, are you trying to say that by having this diamond watch that you're somehow better than people who don't have that diamond watch? Because it's been shown that no matter how much money you have, past a certain point, past about 30 or 40,000 
dollars a year, the more having more money doesn't make you happier. You know, your, your quality of life stays almost the same. So what are they trying to prove? And of course, they're trying to assert their dominance, trying to show that they're the alpha and that because they have so much money, they can uh, buy a gold watch and it doesn't matter to them. But, but <laughs> by doing that, they're kind of admitting that they get their validation from what other people think about them. Do you see? And if you look at the true wealth, people who really have wealth, they don't care what they wear to a certain degree. They don't need to show off their diamond watches and their gold chains and their flashy cars. They don't need to do that because they have confidence within and they don't really care what other people think about them. Now, of course, you can get alpha millionaire alphas and millionaire sigmas, very big difference between the two and how they behave. But ultimately, you don't need to show anyone else how much money you have. I mean, it's completely irrelevant. As soon as you die, the money all goes away anyway. And essentially money is a completely made up concept. We made it up. There's it's something like 10 or 20% of the money in the world is physical paper notes. And the rest is completely imaginary. It doesn't exist. It's literally just a number in a computing system that we've decided means a certain thing. That's it, right? So it has an absolutely no connection to your importance, your value, your confidence, your peace, and your happiness as a person. Absolutely none, past a certain point. Now, of course, you need to have a certain amount to cover your basic needs, like, you know, food, shelter. We know that, right? But past 30,000 a year, it's almost irrelevant how much money you have to be honest. So, and Sigmunds understand this as well. So yeah, in my opinion, you should not try and fit into a certain structure or label because ultimately, you know, we're just here to have a human experience. Doesn't matter what we label ourselves as and the societal structure that we've organized based around alpha, beta, whatever. Doesn't really, it doesn't really mean much in my opinion. Anyway, let me know in the comments whether you think you are a Sigma female and what do you think? Do you think it's the best? Do you think there are other better types of personality or being to be? <laughs> let me know and uh, I'll try and reply to everyone's comments, but then yeah, I might not be able to get to everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're able to review or rate this podcast episode, wherever you're listening to it, please do it because it really helps the messages spread to more people. And don't forget to go to astralhq.com forward slash podcast to get free resources, training, a video training, PDF, and a whole lot more.